<laughs> the the dark sorcerer Miyagi. <laughs> Welcome to episode fifty three. This episode of Two of we talk about bad boys. What are they gonna do? Google says why do we need humans? And Anton sweeps the leg. I'm Al Boris. And I'm Anton Duong. Anton, how was your uh, weekend? Uh pretty insane i i don't think i've got any good sleep this whole entire week every time i wanted to edit the episode for last or actually yeah last week well counting when this comes out it will be last week yeah yeah i haven't got the time to do it i was expecting to do it on the weekend but then i was in houston the whole entire time uh dallas houston and then i drove the whole way back to orlando it was like a 16-hour drive. And I don't think I got that much sleep at all. So the whole entire week, my whole sleep pattern is all whacked out. So, okay, total over the weekend, how, much, how many hours of sleep do you think you got? I think I probably got less than 10 hours of sleep total. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're, you're pretty much MIA the whole time. Yeah. I mean, we, we we usually play games on the weekend, and I think you even text me too. You're like, "Hello." Yeah, I texted you. I don't think it was for that. It was for something else, but I, yeah, oh. I, I know you were gone for a while. Anyways, cool. uh, while I was there, I I sent you a bunch of texts. Wherever I went, there's always a Michokana market. What uh, is Michokana. up with that? Uh, those. The funny thing is that that's the it's named after the state that in Mexico that my family's from. Uh, Michoacan mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, it's the thing is I only know it as a kind of like a fruit ice cream place but I guess they also have like meat markets that they're expanding but it, it, I think that mo- the most popular one is the ice cream places um, mostly because now with everybody trying to be organic and natural Mexican ice cream and popsicles are pretty basic they're fruit maybe mixed with milk if you want the the, the the leche ones dude those are pretty damn good dude yeah and then just frozen yeah i think the thing i like about those is it doesn't even though it's like rock hard frozen you can take Mm -hmm. a bite out of them yeah it's uh just the way this frozen so it's the fruit and the 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 milk don't let it freeze that hard so is the state that you're from in mexico is is it kind of like a um farming area i think all of mexico has farming areas um yeah because i mean this 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 makes it look like you know this place is a farm in mexico because there's so many markets no well the thing is like i i think a, a lot of mexico is like farmland and stuff like that it's just i don't know what it is with that state and ice cream <laughs> but yeah like like there's this town called pascuaro like we, every time i go to um mexico me and my brother we have to make a trip over there mm-hmm. it's probably like 45 minutes away from my dad's town yeah and like there there'll be like different plazas in the town and there's like at least five ice cream carts in each one that like you can just hop around and like the flavors are amazing because they're they're natural flavors there's no artificial stuff in it so it's really good so is it just classic flavors or is there like new flavors every single time uh they kind of switch it up a little bit the thing mm-hmm. is they they go by you know, they, they usually go by seasons i'm guessing 
Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's whatever ste- like fruit and stuff is in season. So there are some the basic ones that like that'll always be around, like vanilla and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like yeah, for the fruit stuff, it's whatever's in season, and they'll just make it into ice cream. Yeah. Did you try right. any of them? Or, or no, which, I, one, which I, one did you try? I, I didn't even go to any of them, but usually when I do try uh, these ice creams, I usually do the strawberry one. Yeah, that's the one, the, the the milk one. I, I yeah. don't like the water one. Um, yeah, no, and that's what I was telling you. It's funny because you texted me a picture like, what is it with the uh, La Michoacana's uh, markets? And I replied back with they're growing everywhere and I sent you a picture. I just happened to be by a location where they're building one. Yeah, surprisingly. That was like the only communication we had over the weekend of just sending pictures of, of those locations. <laughs> yeah, it's weird because the first location was in Dallas and mm-hmm. I drove four hours later to Houston and they're everywhere over there too. Well, the funny thing, I, I was with my, uh, the first time he texted me the picture, I was with my friend Juliet, mm-hmm. and uh, I showed her that. I'm like, oh, yeah, the, I, I tried to explain to her what why you and me were trading pictures. Uh-huh. And she goes, <laughs> I've never heard of those. I'm like, they're everywhere. The next day, she texts me, oh, my God, I just dro- drove past two of them on my way to work. I'm like, yeah, they're everywhere. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, anyways, besides the whole Michigan market, I uh, stopped by New Orleans on the way home, and uh, it's on the way. <laughs> yeah, it's on the way. It's the first time I actually been to New Orleans too, and I was expecting uh, my my expectations were really high for Cajun food, because uh, I mean Cajun food is freaking amazing. I don't know, uh, are you pretty familiar with Cajun food? I know a little bit of it. Because um, mm-hmm. I know you're not a spice person. So. Yeah, that's, that's what I was saying. Like, I've had taste of it, but I'm not... like I've had gumbo, but I'm pretty sure it doesn't compare to the gumbo that you can get from the actual New Orleans. Yeah, New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, New Orleans. <laughs> so I went to one of the biggest gumbo places, and I tried their gumbo there. And I'm not to say, it's pretty mild. So you think it's just like hyped up? Uh... I don't think so. I think Cajun spices in New Orleans, they don't go of the crazy spice route. They go more of the spicy taste route. Like how you like to eat spice, but like just just not to a point where, you know, it's going to kill the taste buds. It's part of the flavor, not part of the, not, not trying to burn or, yeah. burn or torture so your taste buds. When I had gumbo at this restaurant, they had a couple of bottles of Louisiana hot sauce on the side with some extra cajun seasoning on the side if you want to spice things up a little more mm-hmm. and i think that's that's uh the best given way to eat you know this type of food is you know you get to taste the food before you go crazy over the hot sauce with it well i guess that makes sense because what part of uh Nolans did you go to like bourbon street or yeah or... i went down to bourbon street and uh, uh i think the one i went to was peter street mm-hmm. and that's where they had the one of the best gumbo places and then, yeah. of course, I had beignets. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. The beignets in New Orleans is by far the... Okay, so the outside's crispy, just like how mm-hmm. we like it. Inside yeah. is a little thick and fluffy. Comparing to what we usually have, just, it's just the well, outside. Just like, and, just yeah, like me. <laughs> um, yeah, so the only... Well, I've had beignet three times. Well, not three times. Three different locations. Mm-hmm. Uh, one was legit beignets that somebody brought to my work. Those from nice. actual like uh, a southern bakery, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other two times have been at Disneyland. 
<laughs> yeah. Hey, Disneyland does legit beignets. Well, here's the thing, though. The ones at Downtown Disney are legit. The mm-hmm. Jazz Kitchen. Jazz Kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are legit because they use the powdered sugar. They're really good when they're when they're made fresh. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, when you order them, you have to eat them at the first fi- like 15 to 20 minutes or else they yeah. go really bad. Yeah. Um, the ones inside the park that are Mickey-shaped, I'm not a big fan of. And I think it's because they use the granulated sugar. Really? I've always yeah. had good ones there, too. Do you go to the window or do you go to the um, the one inside the restaurant? Uh, it's the same thing. That's literally the, the, the window and the inside the yeah, restaurant. it's the same the... thing. It's just that when you sit at the, the restaurant, for example, uh-huh. sometimes it's not fresh. Oh, no. I go to the window. No, I go to the window because that's, that's usually what we just get. We just get the, the beignets and head off yeah. to like Haunted Mansion. Yeah. So anyways, uh, I also tried crawfish. Oh. Uh. Yeah. And uh, dude, when you eat crawfish in New Orleans, it's freaking amazing. Like it's so fresh and it just tastes so much better there. And I mean, it's not the Viet Cajun that you would have like boiling crab or anything. Yeah. A kicking crab or anything like that in California, right? Because a lot of those uh, Viet Cajun, it's more about the flavors on the outside more than the crawfish on the inside. But these guys in New Orleans, they do they. It's such good care with uh, what they're doing because they don't go the extra mile to do any type of fusion. They just mm-hmm. go with the classic with what they know, right. and when you eat it, it's just so good. It's just. The regular Cajun taste that you you know, but I don't know. It's it's so different when you have it there. Yeah, and and, and that's the thing I always expect because I'm like mm-hmm. I, I know kicking crab, boiling crab. They're not the exact same spices as uh, as you would have in Louisiana. It, it, yeah, and I think we talked about it before. There's a difference between the Louisiana inspired spices and actual Cajun spices. Yeah, so I went to a, a actual Viet crawfish place in New Orleans. You had to go to your people. I had to. Uh, but they don't do Viet Cajun at all. They just do Cajun. Because they, they stick to the basics. If you're yeah. in New Orleans, you got to have the basic. They don't do any fusion there. You can't mm-hmm. find any fusion there. It's just pure Cajun. Yeah, because also it'd be risky. Because, I mean, people go to Louisiana for Louisiana spices. Yeah. I, I don't... I mean, you can try to, like, stand out a little bit by having different flavors but yeah i i get it yeah all right so since you're having your beer i'm drinking this thing called milk kiss milk kiss yeah milk kiss it's a strawberry yogurt carbonated drink you can get this at uh any korean supermarket why does it sound familiar i i I think i've probably seen it i just didn't know how to read the label yeah it's dude this thing is amazing it's uh, I don't even know what to say. It's you taste the milk in there, you taste the strawberry, and the carbonation just makes it taste refreshing. So it's kind of like a a a really smooth sprite. I was like, why don't I just imagine like your cult mm-hmm. uh, probiotic with with mm-hmm. soda with carbonation? I mean, yeah, but they do such a good job uh, balancing it in this one because there's a little bit of uh soybean um juice in here or uh-huh. soy milk right yeah oh, not bad speaking of Amazing. soy wait I, mm-hmm. oh I'll, I'll tell you my beer first i'm okay. drinking samuel adams cold snap winter i mean winter white ale with spices 
because this weather this week has been really weird. It's hot in the afternoon. It's like in the mid to high 80s with some humidity. But at night, it's cold, like in the low 60s. Wow. Yeah, so uh, I'm kind of drinking this because it's like kind of middle ground. It's not really heavy, but it's not really light. Mm-hmm. Um, no, so you brought up soy. I've actually been trying to uh, incorporate... Oh, my God, what is it? Oh, my God, I'm blanking out now. <clears throat> the actual nope. like the actual food. Uh, tofu? Tofu, there we go. Damn it. <laughs> I was like, oh. I, got st- I got stuck on soy. <laughs> or to, just to change it up... Uh... Saying it in Mexican style, sofritas. Uh, I don't know if that's Mexican. I think it's more Spain Spanish. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Close so <laughs> yeah, but but because I'm trying to not go vegetarian or vegan, but just trying to eliminate how much meat I eat during the week. Yeah, and more intake on the protein. Well, the the protein part just a plus because it's also like keeps your stomach full longer, mm-hmm. so you don't have cravings. Um, so yeah, I've been trying to work into that. It's a little bit tricky to work with uh, tofu, but I think I got the hang of it. Hey, just a little tip. Um, you should go down to the... I'll, I'll give you the address of a couple of places, just depending you know, on uh, how convenient it is for you. You know you people? To, <laughs> <laughs> there's actually a couple of these really amazing tofu uh, vendors, and they do different types of tofu. And... Um, I don't think fried tofu is oily at all because when they fry it, it just makes the outside crispy and then all that oil just falls yeah. right off. Yeah, it doesn't absorb it. I think it's because the water inside the tofu doesn't allow the, the oil in. Yeah, so I recommend getting some of that tofu because I think you can get a whole bag for like a dollar, two dollars. Oh, damn. And then you can bring home and eat it with rice or whatever you're eating it with and it fills you up. So you can have a meal less than three bucks. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a, that sounds yeah. interesting. I'm gonna give you a link. It's it's freaking amazing. They they make some pretty dope ass fried tofu. Dope ass. Is that the yeah. is that the pro, is that the promo code I used to go pick up my bag of tofu? <laughs> yes, sir. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and for dessert, if you want, they have um these um tofu custard with uh um I think it's I don't I think it's sugar. That they cook and then you just pour it on top, sugar and honey. I, I have no idea what it is, but it's like a Ooh. ginger honey sauce that you put on top of the uh, tofu custard, and it's freaking amazing. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I'll check that out. Oh, uh, before we go on to to news, yes. uh, I want to say you're coming down in what two weeks? Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, I know you want to do like the Disney. Uh, the Pixar Pixar Parade. Mm-hmm. Would you be down to try out the VR place? Oh yeah, the Void. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm totally down. I haven't so tried that... it yet. I've been wanting to do it here, but I haven't got a chance to drag somebody with me. So I haven't tried it yet either. I think you have to have a squad of like Four. five or six people. Four. So, uh, like, I, I think it's more fun if we actually get our group together. So you know, Josias. Uh, Josias. Uh, Archie, my bro. Mm-hmm. Carl, you know, if you guys are listening to this, yep. hit me up. All right, Anton, ready for some news? Yes, let's get into news. I mean, we're twenty minutes, almost 20 minutes in, might as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, first news story. Uh, well, Google I.O. was this week. 
And I sent you two videos. So I'll let you yes. load those up while I explain what happened. Uh, Google announced their new, uh, well, I guess, experiment they're working on called Google Duplex, which mm-hmm. is a virtual assistant that can make calls for you. And it's supposed to be so realistic to somebody speaking to a human that the other person won't know that they're speaking to a computer. Yeah, it's really creepy. I've seen this already. This is probably the biggest highlight out of the whole entire conference that they had. Yeah, so do you have the first video queued up? Yes. All right, play it. Still happening off here. Hi, I'm calling to book a women's haircut for a client. Um, I'm looking for something on May 3rd. Sure, give me one second. Mm-hmm. Sure, what time are you looking for around? At 12 p.m. We do not have a 12 p.m. available. The closest we have to that is a 1.15. Do you have anything between 10 a.m. and uh, 12 p.m.? Depending on what service she would like, what service is she looking for? Just a woman's haircut for now. Okay, we have a 10 o'clock. 10 a.m. is fine. Okay, what's her first name? The first name is Lisa. Okay, perfect. So I will see Lisa at 10 o'clock on May 3rd. Okay, great. Thanks. Great. Have a great day. Bye. Uh, so the thing is, like, people were like, okay, well, that was pretty straightforward. Because, you know, the person was like... I ha- we, we don't have a 12 o'clock and then it went back to the, the when it said 12 o'clock uh when the google duplex said 12 o'clock it sounded really different than when it said 10 o'clock mm-hmm. but other than that like it it was pretty straightforward mm-hmm. but google says and this is supposed to be not just seamless because of the interaction but it's able to understand people's accents because of all the data that they that google has on people's voices and I'm going to tell you where they got it from. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, play the video and uh, we'll let listeners take a guess about <laughs> where they got the a- data from. Well, what the accent is. <laughs> okay. All right, play. See how I hear you? Hi, um, I'd like to reserve a table for Wednesday the 7th. For seven people? Um, It's for four people. Four people when... Today, um, tonight? next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Oh, actually, we leave here for like after like five people. For few, four people, you can come. How long is the wait usually to uh, be seated? For when tomorrow or weekday or? For next Wednesday, uh, the seventh. Oh no, it's not too busy. You you, you can come for four people, okay? Oh, I got gotcha. you. Thanks. Yeah. Bye-bye. Uh, yeah, that one's more believable because, you know, that you can sort of tell that it can't understand some of the stuff that she said correctly. Yeah, but part of the thing that's trying to make it seem more realistic, and you probably noticed it when people started laughing, is they mm-hmm. incorporate ums and mm-hmm into mm-hmm. the responses. Like yeah. that, like what you just did? Yeah. <laughs> Anton, are you really there? Mm-hmm. okay then <laughs> <laughs> the restaurant one I, I think this is super believable well it's more realistic like mm-hmm. that you're not always going to have somebody that speaks 
clear English and is giving you a, you know correct responses each time. Mm-hmm. Clearly for the for the restaurant one, it's there's a language barrier, there's an accent, and you, you notice like the Google keeps having to repeat, you know, the date and time and how mm-hmm. many people there are. Yeah. Uh, but you were teasing. So where do they get the data from? Google Voice. Yes, the long forgotten Google Voice, which I still have mine. Do you still have yours? Yeah, I still have mine. Yeah, the, I, I, I think they get it from uh, transcribing all of those voice messages. Mm-hmm. Because uh, for those mm-hmm. that did use Google Voice, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. I, I think that's the 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 title of this uh, episode. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that works. Yeah. Um. No, but I'll say so. For those that have used google's google voice or even even apple's uh, uh voicemail yeah well voicemail application that's built into the iphone it transcribes it and it gives you an option to rate that it transcribe it accurately or not yeah so i mean if it did cool google's like thank you for the data if it didn't it gives something google like all right well let's take a look at what it didn't transcribe exactly yeah so, so i mean one day one day you and i will be replaced by Google. <laughs> it's like, uh, call Alan and tell him the whole entire story of what happened today. Alan, guess what? I was on last week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, other than uh, Google, uh, do you have any other news that you want to talk about? Uh, yes, this is uh, fresh off the presses. And by that, I mean uh, on the internet. Okay. Brick uh, and Morty. And uh, we've been in limbo about when their new season comes oh, out. Oh, damn it. You got one of my news things. Okay, whatever. That's fine. You didn't put your news thing in there. Oh, oh well. Uh, Rick and Morty got renewed for 70 episodes. More episodes. So that's like what? Two, that's three seasons, right? Yeah, at least three seasons. That's probably even more. But... Well, this is well. they've been doing what? Like 12 episode seasons? So yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, to, to that one's good. I, I mean, we'll probably won't see it until the year 2020, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, you know, what's cool though. They just, uh, announced that they're doing the Rick and Morty, uh, Rick mobile again. Yeah. It's going to be the 2018 tour and they're kicking off in Atlanta and you can check the dates online on their website, but, uh, they're going to be making stops in California again, of course. And I think, uh, they're going to come back to uh florida in october so it's gonna be a long trip for these guys so a nice round trip around the world oh yeah well not world but states (laughs) uh it's just funny how embedded rick and morty has become into social media Mm -hmm. uh i was on instagram and i follow like those like food food uh pages like taste taste made uh buzzfeed and stuff like that yeah uh, Taste Made did like a video of like different recipes to do with pickles and pickle juice. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least a, a good third of the first couple couple of dozen comments were, "It's Pickle Rick." <laughs> <laughs> pickle Rick. Pickle Rick. Yeah, so they kept like reposting. I'm like, oh Jesus! Like this, the only reference was, "It's pickle juice and pickles," and everybody's first thing was Pickle Rick. <laughs> Uh, all right. Anyways, um, <laughs> any other news you got? Uh, yeah. One other quick announcement. Uh, Bad Boys Three has finally gotten a date. Oh, uh, 
Yeah, because I, I mean, seen, I haven't seen Martin Lawrence in a long time. I haven't either. Uh, the, remember that this has been in the works for a while. Mainly, I'm I'm, I'm thinking because of Will Smith's schedule. Yeah. So, Bad Boys Three is confirmed. It's called mm-hmm. Bad Boys for Life, uh, and it's life. coming out. The, the the release date that Sony's putting out is uh, January seventeenth, twenty twenty. So wow. two years. Pretty excited. I'm pretty excited, dude. Well, cause... the funny thing, th- this is one of the movies that like Will Smith said, "No, I'm too busy." Uh, similar to Independence Day Resurgence, where he walked away saying, "I'm too uh, I, my busy my my busy school, uh, my schedule is full." Uh, because he was anticipating that uh, that 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 you know the DC universe would have a long standing career for him, which I think so, but not right now. No, not not the way it is right now. Yeah. Uh, so I I think he's kind of like, all right, well I have time now. <laughs> <laughs> well, since I think we're done with news, uh, you want to get into TV, so I can talk about other Will Smith stuff. Oh yeah, all right. To the TVs. All right, what you got? All right, so you heard about uh, this new show that just aired last weekend on uh, YouTube Red? Which show would that be? That'd be Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai, no mercy in this dojo. No, no mercy. Cobra Kai never dies. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. all right. Anyways, uh, so it seems like uh, one of the producers of Cobra Kai is Will Smith. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's funny. Yeah, and uh, I guess um, Sony Pictures still has rights to uh, the whole Karate Kid. Yeah, and I guess what they did was they continued it by making it into a series. So I don't know if you've seen any of the episodes yet. Have you seen it? No, but I've heard a lot of stuff about like the the teasers that they've been releasing, the trailers. Yeah. I'm really interested. I don't have YouTube Red, but I'm kind of curious to subscribe just to check this out. Okay, then that's great. The first two episodes is free. Ooh, all right. Yeah, so signing so, on right now, right? No. Yeah. All right, that's anyways. A, that's, a lot of, that's a lot of confidence for YouTube. <laughs> yeah, it is a lot of confidence. And, you know, we, we've seen a lot of promos for the past couple months on this. And I'm, I'm going to have to say, I had really low expectations for this uh, series because... Uh-huh. It looked really cheesy, and I thought it was going to be super-duper cheesy to a point where you're like, oh my god, they killed our childhood. But no, they under-delivered, I mean, they, uh, they under- Under-promised? Under-promised and over-delivered. Mm. And I can't wait until second season, and they just announced today that there's going to be season two. Nice. Uh, how many episodes is the first season? Uh, 10 episodes, so you got about 5 hours worth of Karate Kid content. Okay. Yeah, because I remember the first trailer they released was uh, William Zapka, who played Johnny Lawrence, mm-hmm. walking back into the dojo, the Cobra Kai dojo. Cobra Kai. And uh, Ralph Macchio, who played mm-hmm. Daniel Russo, La Russo, mm-hmm. sorry. Uh, you know, they just kind of faced off, and, uh, and Ra- Macchio was like, you can't do it can't bring this back and then that was it that was the whole teaser yeah but yeah, yeah. like those stuff like they the, the other trailers have been they've been showing that they actually have a story to it mm-hmm. there's some controversy yep i think the balance of this uh show they did such a good job with the all of the writers that are uh, worked on this show um 
I think the casting they did really good job. Uh, I, I I believed all of the characters. I uh, had a great time uh, enjoying the characters, and some twists and turns were really good too, uh, for some of the characters that you really care about. So I I think that's that's a good thing, because mm-hmm. it, it kind of sets up for you know the the future of the series, and I think that's great. Um, cliffhangers are always good because it keeps you watching it, and I I, I just can't wait until the next uh, next season. Yeah, the funny thing is, the main thing I've been hearing about this is that uh, it re- reignites the the controversy from the the very first Karate Kid about the whole sweep the leg. Oh yeah, did you see that um, that video that came out two years ago where they said uh, it, it wasn't um, it, it wasn't um, damn it, it was it was an illegal it. it was an illegal move that the the crane kick that, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that, that's what I've been hearing. Is like, oh, that it's not just that the controversy is that the you know they hit they use an illegal move on uh, Daniel Larusso yeah cause, by, cause, by hitting his injured leg yeah. So that video basically uh, says that Johnny wasn't the bad guy. It was um, Daniel Larusso that was the bad guy the whole time. Like Johnny never even put a hand on. Um, Oh, oh yeah, it, it was the other guy. It was the first kid that fought Russo, LaRusso. It was the cause there. There was two of the Kobukai people at the, in, the, in the in the final of the tournament. The first one that faced off Daniel was the one that swept, that swept the leg, and then Johnny Lawrence went up against LaRusso for the final final fight. So you're right. Zapka did not do anything bad. All right, you know what? I'm just gonna. Send you the video right now so you watch it. This is what I'm talking about. I don't know if you've seen this. It talks about how Daniel LaRusso is the real bully. Okay, okay, hold on. Before before I watch this video, mm-hmm. uh, I I have seen High Your Mother, mm-hmm. and uh, Neil Patrick Harris's character Barney. Yes, yes. He 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 believes that uh uh William Zapka's character uh Johnny Lawrence is the true Karate Kid. Not some pipsqueak from Jersey that never took a karate lesson from in his life. Okay, so this video, I think, is the video that sparked this whole entire series. This is this is the video that gave a reason why they should write the show. And I think this is what started the whole thing. Alright, I'm gonna see the video. The Karate Kid is the story of Daniel, a violent sociopath who moves to a California town and begins tormenting a local boy and his friends. Johnny is a high school senior with a commitment to atone for past mistakes and move his life forward in a positive direction. No, ex-degenerate man. 8 a.m. tomorrow, I'm a senior. I've got one year to make it all work. And that's what I'm gonna do, make it work. They are destined to meet when Daniel's neighbor invites him to a beach party where he becomes instantly obsessed with Johnny's newly ex-girlfriend, Allie. After a courtship ritual consisting solely of creepy, unbroken eye contact, he approaches her, only to be summarily rebuffed. Johnny arrives to patch things up with Allie, but the discussion becomes heated. Well, I want to talk to you, alright? Now, I want to be clear about this. What Johnny is doing is not okay, and he should respect her wish to be left alone. Johnny is, in the end, a flawed hero. But one thing he is definitely not doing is getting violent. Daniel, however, seeing an opportunity to insert himself into Allie's life, 
chooses to escalate the situation, demanding the return of Allie's radio. Frustrated and heartbroken, Johnny complies with Daniel's request and in the heat of the moment, pushes him down. Daniel now has the radio and Allie is still in no danger. Nevertheless, he attacks Johnny, who merely steps aside, allowing Daniel to knock himself to the ground twice. Oh, yeah! But when Daniel refuses to let it go, Johnny must use force to end this violent outburst for the safety of everyone present. So what is Daniel's response to Johnny's non-aggression? Pow! A sucker punch right to the mouth. Johnny defends himself, as is his legal right, and then de-escalates the situation by leaving the scene entirely. The next day in school, Daniel trips while playing sport ball. Rather than accepting that occasional bumps and bruises will happen during playtime, Daniel instead externalizes the blame onto Johnny's friend Bobby and proceeds to ground and pound him, MMA style. A few days later, Daniel attempts to enroll at a karate school, obviously intending to up his game so he can get revenge on Johnny. Put it this way, how would you feel if someone picked a fight with you, lost, and then went out the next day and bought a gun? Well, that's exactly how Johnny feels when Daniel shows up at Cobra Kai. So he decides to send a message. Your violence will not be tolerated. Because Johnny knows what can happen when you teach karate to a person with a bad attitude. Months go by and no one bothers anyone. Clearly this conflict is over. Until Daniel, unprovoked and for absolutely no reason, drenches Johnny with water in the middle of a school function, ruining his night. To add irony to injury, Johnny was at that very moment sparking up a J, which is just about the least violent thing you can do. Weasel snag the bee. Alright. But I digress. Daniel has crossed the line this time and he knows it. After causing a multi-car collision, he flees into the night. There is no telling what further damage this unbalanced and violent individual will do, and once again, it falls on Johnny to contain Daniel's fury. After local busybody, karate master, and child batterer Mr. Miyagi intervenes, Daniel convinces him that this is somehow all Johnny's fault. So they go to Johnny's sacred place, the Cobra Kai studio, and challenge him to yet another fight. Johnny accepts the challenge and even agrees to refrain from defending himself against any more of Daniel's unprovoked aggression until the match. No one touches the tournament down until the tournament. Daniel, of course, sees this as a license to continue to harass Johnny in public with impunity. Alright, watch this. Hey guys, how you doing? It's good to see you. Hey, sorry about the eye today, Johnny. Shoulder okay, Tommy? You guys be careful not to go stepping in front of any more buses now, all right? The day of the tournament arrives. Johnny is there, defending his title. Daniel, meanwhile, is a danger to himself and others as he doesn't even know the basic rules of engagement. All right, what are the rules here? Oh no. To no one's surprise, Johnny advances to the final round and Karma catches up with Daniel when his leg is injured by the boy he wantonly attacked on the soccer field. However, just as Johnny is about to be awarded his trophy, Daniel is granted unnatural strength by the demon sorcerer Miyagi, enabling him to defeat Johnny and win the tournament in an upset. Ever mindful of good sportsmanship, Johnny lets go of his sadness at losing, subjugates his ego, and personally presents Daniel with his tainted blood trophy. May you choke on it in your wet dreams, you rotten little prick. <laughs> <laughs> the the dark sorcerer Miyagi, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's that, that's almost the exact same points that uh, Barney Stinson and Hot Met Your Mother made. The Karate Kid. <laughs> Barney, it's Ralph. Listen, it's always flat. No, I hate Ralph Macchio. I hate him, hate him, hate him. He is not the Karate Kid. The Karate Kid was William Zabka, star pupil of the Cobra Kai Dojo. 
whom this monster defeated with a cheap, illegal head kick in the most tragically haunting film ending of all time. Oh, see, I thought you meant fun crazy. Shut it, Ralph Macchio. That episode of High My Mother was near the end of the series. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if this video came out first or if the High My Mother episode came out. this video came out first. Because it's right around the same time. So that had to be mm. like when the writers were creating it. Yep. Yeah, so, I mean, and, yeah, the, the, the other part is the the move that hurt uh, Daniel was illegal the, the mm-hmm. when, they, when they swept the leg. Yeah. But the crane kick that, that Daniel used was also illegal. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, what you said earlier about Johnny, technically Johnny didn't do an illegal move himself. It was the other guy. Yeah. So eh, I'll check out the first two episodes this weekend, dude. I, that's that's awesome. Um, I'm that that is like one of the first movies I remember as a kid that like kind of like made me want to like get out there and start kicking some butt, which kind of might might actually enforce that Johnny was a bad influence. I mean that uh, Daniel was a bad influence. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. Uh, All wait, right. Wait, did you say you finished the episode or no? Uh, yeah, so during the downtime while I was sitting in the passenger seat uh, for the couple hours that I didn't drive, I was mm-hmm. watching that. Wait, was it just you and your fiance that went, or? No, no, um, it was my coworkers and uh, okay. cousins and family, yeah. Okay, it was a whole thing, okay. Yeah, it was a caravan of three cars. Okay, let me guess, your cousin took his, uh... His lamp hit Lamborghini. Oh no! no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else is catching your eye right now, Anton? Uh, let me see. Is there anything you want to talk about? Well, I mean, I know we already kind of went over news, but uh, before we start recording, I was trying to read up on Elon Musk's new uh, newest venture, the Boring Company. I don't understand the wording of this. He said he's finished the first tunnel under LA. It's just pending uh and uh what you call it? Um not investigations, inspections. Inspections and permits. And then within a few months he's gonna start allowing free rides under the tunnel or in the tunnel. Oh. But I couldn't find really cool. Yeah, but I couldn't find exactly like you know from what point to what point the tunnel goes. But I mean, I were think, they? Were there? I think he's just trying to get to um, L.A. in general, like from. Actually, I don't know. Are you allowed to drill under someone's property? Uh, I think you have, you have to go down a certain depth before you're allowed. It's almost like um. It's almost like the like your house. You have a certain amount of airspace over your he- over your property, but mm-hmm. airplanes are clearly above that range where they can fly over anybody's house. Mm-hmm. So there has to be like a clearance level. Like you can only, you know, you have to be say fifty feet under somebody's property before you can start digging. Yeah, because I know that if you have a tree or something next to a, a house, yeah, and your your tree has the right to be hovering on top of their house. And they have the right to cut that certain area where they don't want the tree to be at. Yeah, once it passes that like invisible, invisible mm-hmm. fence. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what I was seeing earlier today. I 
I don't know, dude. Seeing the actual tunnel now, it, it makes me feel a little claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, that we're we're in the future. Like I I thought it'd be taking until like at least you know the year twenty twenty five before we start seeing this stuff. But Musk has wasted no time. Yep. Exactly. Uh, let me bring up something here. Um, have you seen anything uh, about what we talked about last week, which is um, the Oculus Go? Uh, I saw a few other kind of reviews. Mm-hmm. So I guess the the like it, it's missing one feature, which I guess it's called like six. I forget what it's called. It's called like six directional freedom. Yeah. So but I, I mean, you, you still I, I, have to sit in one place, though, at the moment. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know enough about. What, can you describe what that is? What six direction, six directional freedom is? So basically, you, you have a certain square that you get to move in, and you get to turn around, and it'll, it'll do the whole gyroscope thing too. Mm-hmm. So basically, you can take like a, a half of a step or something. Um, you can look down and see the invisible square that you're in. Okay. So yeah. okay. So it's like a little a little sandbox, a virtual sandbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So, anyways, since we're always you know going in the route of video games, um, there is some leak that came out today, and uh, I, I think it was let me see, I think it was Walmart. If I'm not correct. What did Walmart uh, yeah. do? Yeah, so I think it was Walmart that posted up uh, all of the games that came out this year, some that are still unannounced, and uh, yeah, uh, some of the games would be, let me see here, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Metroid Prime, uh, Borderlands 3, uh, Rage 2, Beyond Good and Evil 2, yeah, these are games that come out this year. And they leaked it. They're not supposed to let people know what games are coming out this year. Well, Beyond Good and Evil... Is that the one we we talked about early on in the podcast? Or was that the first one? Yeah, that's what we were talking about in the podcast. But they were aiming for this year or next year. But they didn't really announce the exact date. But this uh, is okay. really confirming that it's going to come out this year. So when we were talking about it, they were more of announcing it as a teaser, not necessarily as a release announcement. Yeah, exactly. And then also Destiny is coming out with a, another expansion called Comet. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's something that also got uh, leaked too. So uh, speaking of video games, I was seeing, and, and we've talked about this offline how Fortnite seems to be more popular than Player Unknown's Battleground. Yes. Uh, there was one video, uh I can't remember which which baseball team it was. I think it was a Milwaukee Brewer. Uh he was using the stadium's uh jumbo screen to mm-hmm. play Fortnite. <laughs> I mean, it has to be a publicity thing just to, you know, have the have the system wired up and have the controller in his hands to use. But I mean, Fortnite seems to have all this good PR. Mm-hmm. Personally, personally, which one do you prefer? Do you prefer Fortnite or do you prefer uh, Battleground? Uh, I think Fortnite is more complete, mm-hmm. and uh, same thing like uh, Player Unknowns. Um, you can play it on the mobile, uh-huh. and you can also play it on PC and consoles. 
But okay, personally, I I prefer uh, PUBG. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I the more I start thinking about it, the more I realize this is the Halo versus Call of Duty all over again. Yeah, it is. There's a bunch of other uh, video games out there that are doing the whole battle royale thing too. Well, yeah, but I think they're gonna be late to the game now because they yeah. they have. These games are so massive when it comes to their maps and how much like stuff is just scattered throughout the map. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to recreate it, or, or really really lengthy to recreate. I should say. There's actually this other one that is uh, that has a really high potential of doing that though. Uh, it, the the premise is basically battle royale, okay. but you're in a game show. Japanese and, game show? No, not not Japanese game show. Uh, 80s game show. And okay. basically, when you get onto this uh, island, uh, you have to do whatever you can to earn points to to buy guns. And you so don't buy it, it's, guns. It's Hunger Sorry. Games. Yeah, it's basically Hunger Games. But then uh, you would go to like you know a vending machine, and you would like uh, uh, put your money in there, try to get you know guns. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah, that that's Hunger Games. I mean, I, I don't know how much how much in depth the movies went into it, but in the books, that's what players would try to do is to try to be the most popular participant. Mm-hmm. And you know, the the more the audience likes you, the more points you get, and you can use those points to get kind of uh weapon drops. Hey, you also mentioned that you know they're doing a lot of PR stuff for Fortnite. Yeah. Uh, recently, I think this this past week they added um, that. Thanos to Fortnite. Oh, jeez. I've seen a lot of skins that, that they're releasing. No, no, it's, it's not just a skin. His glove is actually in the game. So uh, there's a mode where the glove spawns. Uh-huh. And you have oh. to make your way to get the glove and basically kill everybody with it. That's like the rocket launcher. Yep. Yeah, just like the rocket launcher. Uh, I don't know. I... I... I still have hope for PUBG. Mm-hmm. And you're right. I mean, it's like version of like what? Like 0.56, whatever. Like it's it's not even a full version yet. And I'm really hoping that they'll release more maps. They'll release more weapons soon. And uh, the connectivity has been a little better in the yeah, last, couple, last month or so. Yeah. And I think the only reason why Fortnite is so popular is because it's accessible to anyone. You don't have to spend money to buy um, the game. Like yeah. PUBG, you have to pay like, uh, I think, 20, 30 bucks for it. I think 25, yeah. Yeah, compared to Fortnite, you don't have to pay for it. But if you do want to join the season and get all the perks, you have to pay $10 per season. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but all the more reason. That's why they've been, I think they're like on season five now. Or yeah. starting season five, so mm-hmm. all the more reason they're 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 being they're being really on top of their schedule. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm holding out. Um, I know. So Fortnite is more cartoony. PUBG is more realisticish. Yeah. And I know, like when Halo and Call of Duty was going on, I preferred Halo, which is the cartoony version. But. I think that was more because I was invested in the story. Uh, story aside, I prefer PUBG. I like the gameplay of Halo a lot better. I- everything seems to be more balanced. And, you know, everybody has a chance 
to uh, get to the guns. Everybody has a chance to um, play at the same level. And then comparing it to Call of Duty, if you play for a long time, you can kill uh, all of the play the newbie players because you have all of the new weapons. And it's so easy to camp in Call of Duty. Yes. Um, but I, I, the one thing I do miss about Halo, though, is uh, punching people in the back of the head. Yeah. <laughs> and I love using those assault rifles. So. Oh, I just charge in, charge in like in a, uh, in Ready Player One. Yep. With the with the troops. Yep. Yep. All right, Anton. If people want to support us charging into battle, how can they do that? They can do that by going to our website at www.the2oc.com and they can probably purchase some stickers or t-shirts. And maybe if they hear something that we talked about on the show that they would like to purchase, they can click on any of the links that we have in the show notes and also the banner that we have on our, our, our website, which is the Amazon banner. It gives us a little kickback. Our fancy banner. Mm-hmm. All right, and if people want to follow us on social media, that's at the 2OC on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or you can send us an email to mail at the 2OC.com. And don't forget to give us a thumbs up, five stars on whatever app you're listening to us on. Uh, other than that, um, oh, and yeah, our summer week draft is finally underway. Josias is uh, winning mm-hmm. because he had the most points left over. mainly because bad samaritan overboard and tully got screwed over by avengers (laughs) yeah you didn't have any of those right no okay i don't think i did uh actually before we wrap up hey actually ken looks really good dude which one i think i think yeah i think i got a search searching looks interesting Mm -hmm. uh did you see the trailer for it it's been popping up on Hulu like for me like the last day or so. Uh, anyways, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that next episode. Uh, so this weekend, or this past weekend, it's breaking in. Life of the Party. And the weekend this episode comes out, it's going to be Book Club and Deadpool 2. Yep. I'm excited for those. All right, Anton. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Nope. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you jerk. You already checked out. You're gone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for the 2OC, I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton. Google Anton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh.